It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hope you like speed because the Dolphins just added 4-3-2 to the backfield, drafting Texas A&M running back Devin Achain with the 84th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. It is approximately 2 in the morning on Saturday, April 29th, 2023. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs. We're feeling a little bit, but that's all right. We've been doing our legwork here on these Dolphins draft selections after day two of the 2023 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino, the co-host of the Locked On 2023 NFL Draft live streams, and we are reacting to the Dolphins uh, getting Mike McDaniel, a guy that it, it became very quickly apparent uh, was somebody who he was taken with in the pre-draft process. Uh, Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming a football general manager and managing your own franchise, this game is definitely for you. To download the game, visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. Uh, shout out to everybody, all the everydayers who are tuning in for all of these draft pick reactions here on Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day. You can find us on YouTube, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And Achain is a player who did, unlike Cam Smith, get a uh, prospect spotlight series done on him uh, in the pre-draft buildup and process. And what I would say to you now is the same thing that I told you with the Cam Smith selection in that this is not a direction that I personally would have volunteered to go. I would not have taken this path, at least not in this juncture of the draft. But I am not in the room with the decision makers who discussed all of the relevant criteria that actually contributed to them making this pick. So... The results will speak for themselves when we get a body of work to be able to look at. We're going to talk about the pick. We're going to talk about the alternatives. And we're going to talk about the vision for this selection. And the pick of Devin Achain in total, I want to make sure I speak from a place of intelligence here. So let's filter the draft results through the first two days by running back. Devin Achain was the sixth running back off the board. Bijan Robinson, eight. Jameer Gibbs, 12. Zach Charbonnet, 52, the pick after the Dolphins. Uh, first pick of Cam Smith. Uh, Kendra Miller to the Saints at 81. Tajay Spears at 81 to the Tennessee Titans. Devin Achain 
84, and then Tank Bigsby went 88. So that's the running back. Seven running backs in the first three rounds of this year's class. Achain, diminutive player, explosive home run hitter, 4-3-2 speed at 188 pounds. I don't think 188 was his playing weight. I, I think he bulked up and still managed to run a 4-3-2. Um, but where his actual playing weight is is going to be a, a different mystery and conversation altogether. Uh, as far as Devin Achain, the football player, I, I think uh, his prolific resume as a big play home run hitter speaks for itself. He's never really been a big-time volume player. Uh, he had 250-plus touches this year for AM. It was 154 was his previous career high uh, in 2021. I think part of the concern with Achain is the more volume you give him, the more frequent of a player he becomes, uh, the less effective with his big plays he has been throughout the course of his career. And you've seen that with the yards per touch uh, average decrease across each of his first three seasons as he's become more and more of a focal piece of the offense. Now, I certainly don't think Devin Achain is drafted at pick 84 to be the focal point of the offense, although this is the highest that Chris Greer uh, and the Dolphins have drafted a running back since Chris Greer has taken total control of the team, period, and for the Dolphins in total since 2016 when they drafted Kenyon Drake in the third round. Um, Achain himself, he's a likable player. There's a lot to like. The home run, it's the same thing as Cam Smith. I like Cam Smith just in the same way that I like Devin Achain. Well, I think they both scored as players who I think can be impact players with time. But in the same way that I didn't view Cam Smith in my own personal evaluation window as the most, uh, the, the best available player, I didn't necessarily view that with Devin Achain either. Now, Mike McDaniel having the reaction that Mike McDaniel does certainly makes it easier to just buy in and say, all right, Mike, let's see what you got. But so much of what the Dolphins did this offseason and the early portions of it fell very much in line with what my vision for what the team would have been. These two picks did not. And that's okay. It doesn't mean they're doomed to fail. It doesn't mean the offensive line is going to go nuclear and blow up the team but it doesn't give me any more peace of mind or, uh, or lack of apprehension about those concerns that we did have, which is why they were such front-of-mind discussion points for me in the first place. When I look at the players uh, that, that the Dolphins bypass, that's a conversation for the alternatives. But right now, this is about Devin Achain, and this is a player who, at his stature... Uh, at 200 or 188 pounds when he came through the NFL Combine is one of only a select handful of backs since 99 who came through at under 190 pounds. There's no question, there's no doubting the explosive playability, the special teams ability, the passing game ability, they're all qualities that Achain can bring a positive contribution to the team. But like with Cam Smith, I'm asking myself, and I don't have the readily apparent answer, and I think that's why so many Dolphins fans who are apprehensive about this pick are apprehensive about this pick. What is the pathway to significant playing time for Cam or, or for Devin Achain in 2023, in which you have Raheem Mostert, who you signed a two-year contract extension with, Jeff Wilson, who you signed a two-year contract extension with, and both of those guys played about 550 to 600 snaps last year. 
Then you had Savan Ahmed, Miles Gaskin, who combined for like 100 snaps combined. And of course, Chase Edmonds uh, was here in the early portions of the season, and he took the snaps in the Dolphins offense that Jeff Wilson would then take after the trade deadline. And you literally had like a 50-50 split in the backfield last year. And now you're going to have a third back in the mix? That's the question. The, the questions that I have with the pick is less about, hey, can Devin Achain be an impactful NFL player? Yes, he can be. But can Devin Achain be enough of an impactful NFL player in 2023 with the Dolphins in a critical year of their winning window to justify this selection versus what the other alternatives were? That's the answers that I don't have and we're going to continue to explore here on Locked on Dolphins. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL general manager and managing your own football franchise, this is definitely the game for you. Puts you in charge of every strategic aspect of your franchise from ticket prices to the facilities to signing coaches adding free agents to drafting players, to trading players, dealing with injuries, all the ups and downs of a season, disciplining players, you name it, all in a challenging and realistic game world. And best of all, Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go when you want to. Our listeners on Lockdown Dolphins can get a 100% free boost to their franchise by using the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps in the game store. That is locked on in all caps in the game store. To download the game, go to ultimate-gm.com or find the game in the app stores. That is ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the alternatives here uh, for the Dolphins. The picks that were made versus the picks that were not made. Um... As I look through my list here, there were a number of players that the Dolphins uh, passed on more than once. Uh, and I thought some of these players would have been in consideration for the team, both at 51 and 84, and they didn't happen. And again, I'm not going to pound Darnell Washington and DeWan Jones to death. And Adetami Wai Adabore. Seems like he falls into that same bucket. The league feels something or feels as though they universally across all 32 teams, this was not, oh, wow, we missed this player and he went the pick after us. Or, oh, he went the pick before the Dolphins pick. They should have got more aggressive. Two of these guys fell out of the second round altogether and Dewan Jones fell to, or, and Darnell Washington fell to the final 10 picks of the round, the third round, as a player who might have been the most physically gifted of the tight ends in this class. I'm, I can't kill them for that. I've seen too many things. I've been in the NFL draft period for way too long and have seen way too many players that you would never in a million years would have a reason to fall, end up having a reason to fall. 
and it's a justifiable reason to not take those players. I can't kill him for it. As much as I love those players in the pre-draft process, I'm willing to say I don't know what I don't know and give the benefit of the doubt because the entire league is applying the same rules to these guys. Now, that doesn't mean there weren't players uh, that, that, that didn't perk me up. Dion Henley was on the board. He went the pick after to the dot, dot, dot LA Chargers, who dot, dot, dot ran a similar system under Brandon Staley for a stretch of time and included a linebacker there in uh, Drew Tranquil, who had a very similar pathway to the NFL with what Dion Henley did. I think Henley's could be the bomb.com for the Chargers. And excuse the, the awful dad pun, but it's like 2 two ten in the morning here. Um, Trenton Simpson, the following pick at 86, came off the board. DeMarvin Overshone, and pick 90. Wanya Morris is probably in a comparable evaluation window, as was DeMarvin Overshone. But Dion Henley was definitively a better player in my evaluation. That would have been a direction that I would have chosen to go. Even after the, the Cam Smith selection. Of course, you acknowledge a team was comfortable enough with Darnell Washington to pick him at 93, 10 picks before the end of the round. That's kind of it for the guys who went. I look at Washington. I think Wanya Morris is in a comparable evaluation window. I think Overshown is in a comparable evaluation window. But Washington, Simpson, and Henley, I evaluated as higher-tiered players than, than what Devin Achain was. And look, Mike McDaniel having the plan that he has is, is really important here. And we're going to talk about the vision to close this episode of Locked on Dolphins. But if I'm also looking at players that fell out of the first round altogether, or out of the first two days altogether, excuse me, that are still out here on the board for the Dolphins. Devin Achain was in the same bucket as players like Braden Willis and Antonio Johnson and Brandon Hill and uh, Noah Sewell and Moro Ajomo and Andrew Voorhees and Jalen Duncan. Like, so all those guys being bundled together is one thing. Nick Saldaveri still out there. And I would say definitively, if you were going to axe the, the, the names off, it'd be Dion Henley and Nick Saldaveri would be the two players that I evaluated that at 84, I think, had more direct pathways to playing meaningful snaps. And maybe a little bit less Henley, but definitively Saldaveri. Because he could play guard or he could play tackle. And that's a thousand snap player. And while I, I can't promise you that he's a bona fide plus quality starter upon entering the NFL coming out of Old Dominion, I'd like my chances more. I mean, shoot, Blake Freeland's still out here too. And I had Blake Freeland scored as an 80, so he was like the bottom threshold of one tier, and Devin Achain was the very top threshold of the next tier. So they were right up against each other. But when you have a 50-50 timeshare and you're putting a third back into that mix, that's the concern that I have with Devin Achain in the same way that I had the concern with Cam Smith. Now with Cam Smith, we kind of asked ourselves some 
theological questions about the Dolphins' defense, and the, the thesis that we came to is if you're going to take the five most versatile defensive backs in the same way that you would take your combination of five best offensive linemen to get your starting five, if the Dolphins are going to be a nickel, who are your five most versatile and best options in the secondary? I think Cam Smith makes the cut. And I said this on the Cam Smith show. I think it's Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, Javon Holland, Cater Kohu, and who is number five? Is it Brandon Jones right now? I think Cam Smith gives you more flexibility because it frees you up to move Jalen Ramsey around. And if Jalen Ramsey is the other move-type player at times, he's going to play on the outside a ton. But if you get in third and long situations and you want your most versatile five, I think, I think that's the pathway for Cam Smith. I think that's the pathway to 500, 600 snaps. What is the pathway to Devin Achain playing 500 snaps this season? That is what we have to find out in exploring what the vision is for this pick. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These things are high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. They have 100% chocolate on all of their bars. They're absolutely positively delicious. It's the life hack that you didn't know you needed. Built.com, Walmart, Sam's Club. You can get yourself a box. You go to Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, get yourself a four-bar box. Go to Sam's Club, get a 13-bar box, have one in the car right home, eat a couple while you wait for the Dolphins to get on the clock tomorrow or I guess today, it's Saturday, with their picks uh, late in the 2023 NFL Draft. I don't know um, that the Dolphins are going to have a lot of success finding additional selections, and, and we'll see what they're able to cook up. We'll see. But uh, head to Built.com, Walmart, Sam's Club, pick yourself up a box of the world's most delicious protein bar, and thank us later when you do. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The vision for Devin Oshane and the pathway to playing time for me is not as direct as it was. Now, I think what we can say with some level of confidence is that Oshane is, is, along with Braxton Berry, is going to push for return duties. Uh, and push for touching the football in other ways that maybe aren't just as black and white as putting him in the backfield and, and moving him around offensively. If you look at Devin Achain and his career, um, pretty consistently, the big plays have come in a handful of ways. He's returned 20 career kicks, Return two for touchdowns. Okay, that's one pathway. He, in 2021, caught 24 passes, averaged 11 yards per catch, big-time production in the passing game. His yards per catch went down to 5.4 yards per reception this year. Okay, and he added 50% receptions 
uh, and had less receiving yards on 50% more receptions from 2021 to 2022. The yardage, from a carry's perspective, 8.5 yards per carry in limited time as a true freshman, 7 yards per carry on 130 touches in 2021, 5.6 yards per carry, so down almost a yard and a half per season across three seasons consistently with the yardage going up, or the, the touch is going up to 196 carries from scrimmage. 232 total touches this season. Down two yards per touch from scrimmage year over year over year. 9.6 to 7.6 to 5.6. So, part of this, in my mind, is... Not about, I need you on the field as much as I possibly can. Because I don't think that's the pathway to maximizing this player anyway. So this, this almost is more, of, I don't want to use the phrase luxury pick. But this is a player who you have very specific concepts in mind for. And I think he's a, a nice insurance policy to Raheem Mostert. With Raheem Mostert being a player who historically has not been able to endure the kind of workload and game load that he did in 2022 with the Dolphins. Well, Raheem Mostert set career highs in just about everything last year because he was able to stay healthy and only missed time at the end of the season. He played in 16 games, 181 carries, 212 touches. That was 60 more touches than his previous career high. Raheem Mostert, once in his NFL career, has gone over 200 touches in a season. Twice in his NFL career has gone over 150 touches in his, se- in his season. Three times in his NFL career, and he's been in the league since 2015, has he gone over 100 touches in a season. I get it. I get why there was a conversation about a running back. I think he can get, I think Aching can give you more in the passing game than Raheem when you're going to ask him to be a pass catcher, not a pass blocker. I think Raheem, from a pass protection standpoint, is significantly better than Devin Aching. So Aching has to have other ways to contribute on third downs. And if he doesn't, then I don't think he will sniff the snap share that we are looking for to justify this pick for the Dolphins in the here and now. Mike McDaniel's got a plan. Let me see what you got, Mike. Can't wait to see what it looks like. One thing I will know, the Dolphins will be a very fun team to play with on Madden, with Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert and now Devin Achain. Find as many ways to get as many of these guys on the field as you possibly can. Reap the benefits. I hope this is a guy who can unlock the screen game for Miami. Because that's a missing element that, that I think is a lot of meat left on the bone for Miami as a the amount of respect vertically that they command and then having a, a screen game to build off of that to take advantage of all the bodies that are flying deep into coverage. If Achen can give me that and we can get 350, 400 snaps, we may just look back on this pick and smile. But again, like the conversation was with Cam Smith, you got to have some solutions ready to go at some other spots. 
And whether that comes after the draft, whether that comes in the draft with the player who falls, whether that comes uh, post-June 1st, if it's not addressed by August 1st, there's going to be a lot of stress about that those storylines and how they develop for the team in 2023. And if they don't develop well, these two decisions on this night will be looked at very, very closely. And if it indeed becomes a problem, these two decisions that were made tonight should be looked at very, very closely. So we shall see. One thing that I do know, I am not somebody who when things don't go the way that I would prognosticate or hope for, um, I don't have grudges. I want these players to be successful because they're Miami Dolphins. I, I want Chris Greer to have a better plan than me. I want Mike McDaniel to have a better vision than me. I want these players to be the best versions of themselves that they can be and play as many snaps as they possibly can and be as successful as they possibly can because they're on the team. They're a part of the family. I love the team. I'm not afraid to admit it. And I'm also not too proud to admit that I evaluated the, the players differently and they may have more information than me and they may have made a better decision and a more educated decision than me. And I hope that's the case. But there's two things that I want to drive home with both of these picks. And the first one is that it's not the direction that I would have chosen to go with either pick. The other one is that it doesn't matter anymore. They're on the team. I will hope for their success. And the third is, if it doesn't go well, not with these players specifically, but for the other areas of other players that were invested, and I think we all know what positions we're talking about here, these decisions are a critical piece of that evaluation of where things went wrong. So what other cards you have in your back pocket? And also, like, what does this do for Dalvin Cook? We had all this Dalvin Cook buzz. You put this to bed, you just used a third-round pick on a running back. You going to sign Dalvin Cook for on a one-year, $2 million deal to come down here and hang out if he gets cut by the Vikings? If so, great. If not, I, I, what kind of, how, how deep can the backfield go? A lot of questions. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. My, my vision for this one is not as, not as clear, which is ironic because this pick felt like one that a lot of people felt coming. There's a lot of buzz about Achain and the Dolphins and 84, and you, know, you could talk about the size outliers and, and him hopefully stacking on some weight, but how, how dynamic does he continue to be if he has a new playing weight that's over 190 pounds and all, like, all, all that's fine. But just thinking about this team in 2023, are we just looking for an embarrassment of riches? Because if we are, okay, that's a, this is a step closer to that. But this strength better be an indefensible strength. And one thing that I will say about it is I do appreciate the Dolphins looking at last year's supporting cast and saying we need more matchup beaters in one-on-one -on -one situations than just 10 and 17. Because they've gone out and they've gotten Braxton Berrios as a slot receiver. They've gotten Chosen Anderson as a vertical receiver, and they've gotten uh, Devin Achain in the backfield, out of the backfield, who's capable of catching the football. 
all of those players are more dynamic in their individual roles than who those players were as backups last year. Bravo. But it has to be a complete painting or else it will all be for naught. And we'll find out what else the Dolphins have up their sleeve. I'm Kyle Krabs. We're going to keep it locked in here on Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day. I appreciate you guys checking out the show. Fins up. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I hope to see you all again very soon. Come on back. Day three of the NFL draft is today. The Dolphins are scheduled to make a few picks. We'll see what Chris Greer cooks up. I'm Kyle Krabs. Till then, peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.